Heads up! Mike Walsh called from the top of Wrigley Field's bleacher seats. His cousin Kate Hopkins stood at the bottom, near the first row. It was three hours before the game, so the stadium was mostly empty. Mike fired a fastball down to Kate. She reached up to catch it, but the throw was high. The ball sailed straight into the outfield. Oh no! Kate cried. Thwap! The ball bounced off the foot of Louis Lopez, the Chicago Cubs star center fielder. Oi! Louis exclaimed. What's that? Mike's freckled face blushed. Sorry, he called out. I was playing catch with my cousin. I threw the ball a little too high. Mike ran down the steps to where Kate stood by the short green wall that overlooked the outfield. Louis shook his head. More like a lot too high, he said with a smile. I know our fans like to throw the other team's home runs back, but this is the first time I've seen a fan throw his own ball onto the field. I guess I'm stronger than I knew, Mike said. He flexed his muscles, pretending to be a muscle man. Kate rolled her eyes. It's not about strength, she said. You're not going to make the major leagues if you can't aim better. Mike ignored her. He leaned over the outfield wall. Dark green ivy leaves covered the entire side. Where did it go? He asked Kate. Kate shrugged. Into the ivy, I think. Aunt Laura, can we come get my baseball? He asked Kate's mom. Mrs. Hopkins was standing in center field with Louis Lopez. Her short curly hair poked out from under a blue Cooperstown baseball cap. She wore a black messenger bag over her shoulder and scribbled notes on a pad. Not right now. I have to finish interviewing Louie by the time batting practice starts, Kate's mother said. You can get the ball when I'm done. Kate's mom was a reporter for the website American Sports. She was writing a story on Louis Lopez and the Cubs' recent winning streak. Mike, Kate, and Mrs. Hopkins had taken a train to Chicago from Cooperstown, New York, the day before. Mike and Kate lived down the street from each other in Cooperstown, near the Baseball Hall of Fame. They went to games with Kate's mom whenever they could. Cool, Mike said. Hey, Kate, did you notice the scoreboard yet? He pointed to the scoreboard. It was wedged into the back corner of the park, towering over rows of bleacher seats. It's huge, Mike said. I read that no one's ever hit a home run into it. They haven't, said a voice. Kate and Mike turned to see a man walking down the bleacher steps. He had a short black crew cut and wore a shiny blue Cubs warm-up jacket. I'm Paul Thomas, media director for the Cubs. Your mom wanted me to say hello, he said. Mike's right. No home run has hit the scoreboard yet, but we get plenty of balls that disappear into the ivy down there. It's kind of weird that a baseball park has ivy growing all over the outfield wall, Kate said. Doesn't it mess up the players? Our players love the ivy. Wrigley Field just wouldn't be the same without it, Mr. Thomas said. P.K. Wrigley had the ivy planted and the scoreboard built in 1937. His family owned the Chicago Cubs. They also owned a big chewing gum company. That's why Wrigley Field has the same name as the gum. Then why don't home runs stick to the scoreboard, Mike asked. He winked at Kate. Get it? Gum? Stick? Ouch, that's bad, Mr. Thomas said. You'll have to let me chew on that for a while. Kate groaned. Okay, enough. 
Mr. Thomas held up his hands in surrender. Your mother's almost done with her Louis Lopez interview. I'll take you to the field. Kate and Mike followed Mr. Thomas down some stairs to a hallway under the bleachers. The gates had opened, and fans were starting to come in. They passed a food cart and turned into a long, narrow room filled with shovels, grass seed, and chalk. What's this room for? Kate asked. It's the groundskeeper's room, Mr. Thomas said. Maybe you'll meet Mr. Lee later. On the other side of the room, Mr. Thomas led them through a door onto the grassy outfield. Wow, Kate, look at this, Mike cried. Wrigley Field spread out before them like a ballpark from a postcard. Two green ribbons of seats wrapped around the field, from first base to third. The famous ivy-covered outfield wall rose up just behind where they stood. Beyond the wall were the bleacher seats. The giant green and white scoreboard rose from the pyramid of bleachers. Here and there, workers were setting up for the day's game. Louis Lopez waved them over. I know you can use some work on throwing, but are you any good at hitting? He asked Mike. You bet I am, Mike said, nodding. I hit a double in Little League last week. Well, how about you and Kate stop by the batting cage under the bleachers tomorrow morning? I need to work on my swing to keep our 11-game winning streak alive, Louis said. But I can let you two take some swings as well. Sounds great, Kate said. I'll bet I hit more than Mike does. No way, Mike replied. But if you do, I'll hit them farther. We'll see about that, Kate said. Then she thanked Louis, saying, Muchas gracias, Señor Lopez. Kate was teaching herself Spanish. She tried to speak it whenever she had a chance. Call me Louis, he said. He tipped his cap to Kate, Mike, and Mrs. Hopkins and sauntered off the field. Mrs. Hopkins put away her notepad and checked her watch. I have to head back to the press room, she said. You two want to come? Wait, I need to find my baseball, Mike said. He jogged over to the right field wall. I know it's here somewhere. You're looking in the wrong spot, Kate called. She went to the center of the wall and scanned the area for Mike's shiny white baseball. I think it's over here. The outfield wall was about 12 feet high and ran from one side of the park to the other. It was covered top to bottom in leafy green ivy vines. The vines were so thick, Kate could make her hand disappear into them. She pushed the ivy near the ground aside with her sneaker. No baseball. Kate moved a few feet over. Again, she nudged the ivy back with her foot. This time, her toe hit something that moved. She leaned down. It was Mike's baseball. As Kate straightened up to show Mike the ball, she noticed a big red square on the wall. Mike! Mom! Come here quick! She said. Someone's ripped out the ivy!